0: Raise a spoon to Grandma, who always took all the hungry cousins to McDonald's for McNuggets and the Play Play Slide. Have something sweet in her honor. Come to McDonald's and treat yourself to the Grandma McFlurry today. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. And participate in McDonald's for a limited time. Fly on the team, connect. Get respect for their realness. I know you feel this. The east
1: and the, the west, up north to the
0: down
2: south. Fly
3: isn't it funny how time passes by, even when your football team isn't very good? Why do you ask, Viddy? Because you today is a very important day. Like whenever you look back on the history of WFNZ, October seventeenth, we'll always have a special place in this station's uh, memory, its heart, especially yours, Walker. Same for you, Wes. I don't think y'all hosted the Charlotte Sports Today show the day that this happened. But one year ago today, Chris McLean was talking about a Panther football team that actually had more wins than this football team had. <laughs> yeah. And his chair didn't give a damn. We should probably be the favorite to get number one, I think. I mean, this... <laughs> oh, my God! Oh,
0: God! <laughs> <laughs> what, just- what, just- what-, what just... What just... happened? Oh, Whoa! Uh, you are listening. What <laughs> 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 what happened? Oh, no! No! <laughs> <laughs> no! <laughs> 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 oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> all right, you are. If you're just tuning in now,
3: oh, okay.
2: Oh, Finder, all right. Yeah, flatter. I, I can't really. I can't. Okay, I'm gonna. I think I'm, right. I'm gonna have to get up and
3: help him
0: here. That soundbite is absolutely fantastic. There's oh somebody. My God, oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Can we go back to the part where we actually hear it break? Can you just play the first, like, seven seconds of that sound bite once more? We should probably be the favorite to get number one, I think. I mean, is- oh <laughs> <laughs> we need to use it. I don't know how. I feel like we need to use it whenever the wheels are coming off of whatever team. And everything starts to collapse. We need to play that sound bite. So let's just say if the Panthers, we, we could say that's what happened when the Panthers got to the second quarter. It was Mac sitting down in the chair and then everything busting loose. And I remember coming in that day after Mac and Bone when I was still doing Charlotte Sports today before the launch of Wes and Walker on November 14th, 2022. Look at you remembering date. Walking into the studio and there was still the broken chair off to the side and there were pieces all over the place. And I had to take a picture, and I tweeted it out, and that was the crime scene that Mac and Bone left behind.
1: I mean, that's hilarious. That's got to be one of the greatest moments ever at this station, maybe the greatest. If
0: you put together a uh, bracket-style poll, I think that would be hard to beat. I think Mac has radio so ingrained into his DNA as well, to the point where when he was falling, he has to give you funny sound bites, and he also continues to talk about the Panthers' From the floor because his chair is no longer intact. That's a vet. That is so radio of one Chris Mack McClain.
3: <laughs> I, I I still can't believe it's already been a year.
0: I know it's so weird, man. And, it does and not seem that long.
3: Ago. How has this team not made a chair fall out from ar- underneath his ass while talking about him?
0: I know, right? The Panther. He's the. I saw Bone put this out there that Mag needed a bye week pretty badly. And so, yeah, I'm I'm glad he's getting the bye weeks, so and now all of our chairs are safe here in the studio.
3: This man <laughs> yesterday morning at 6:02, guys, I'm not I'm not mad or disappointed. I expected to lose. By 6:08, I mean six minutes. He was full Lagreca in here, just ranting about mm-hmm. Hayden Hurst, you know, about all the little things that went wrong in another loss. So, yeah, our guy needs a break. I love
0: this text from Running Randall, 100% accurate. Man, every time I hear that sound, I think of Izel from Friday. Oh, my neck, Ezale! my back, my neck and my back. (laughs) Ezell, I'm not the smartest man in the world, but from over here, and I'll let you all fill out the rest. Right. But love running Randall, bringing that in, 100% accurate.
3: All right, now let's get to a more serious matter. New play caller for the Carolina Panthers, Thomas Brown. He met with the media earlier today over at the bank. And uh, he had this to say about the type of coach Frank Reich is to work with.
2: Having a chance to be in L.A., be around uh, Sean McVay and learn and grow with him has been awesome for me. Uh, But also just have more of a hands-on approach being here with Frank. And one of the things I love about Frank is he is a great developer of coaches. Probably one of the best I've been around when it comes to giving advice, advice, but also giving you room and freedom to be able to grow. So that's been awesome for me and my development.
3: Go back to last year when we got Steve Wilkes as the interim head coach. Doesn't Thomas Brown sound like the offensive-minded Steve Wilkes, the way he just commands himself at the podium, the way he talks so fluid. Every time I hear him, I think it's just the offensive version of Steve Wilkes when he talks.
1: Yeah, I could agree with that. And you like everything that he said there. And so that's the thing, too, man. We're going to talk about that a little bit later. How collaborative will this offense be? Is he going to give uh, Thomas Brown the autonomy just to get out there and do his job and to show the world what he's got?
0: Love what I'm hearing from him. I mean, this is why there's so much confidence in Thomas Brown, because this is someone that does seem to be holding players accountable. He does seem to be working very closely with Bryce Young. We don't have to have that question, and maybe they're just setting the table for this, so we don't have this conversation later on. But when we saw the Adam Schefter clip going around, Panthers 0-4, 0-5, 0-6 start, and then we start to go back to the draft process, Frank Reich, he wanted a bigger quarterback all along. He wanted C.J. Stroud all along. Well, now they're at least setting the table to where, hey, Thomas Brown wanted this guy. And I actually believe it. If you go back and listen to some of his comments when it's coordinator day and you hear from Aviro, you hear from Thomas Brown, he tells you how much faith he has in Bryce Young. I remember there was one, it was during the injury, there was one comment. And he was talking about how if he believed Bryce Young should go out there and play even after he was injured and was missing The game against Seattle, Andy Dalton starts, of course. He says, would you put all your faith in Bryce Young coming back after so soon? He said, that quarterback I would. I trust that QB more so than any other QB that might be dealing with this. And it just hit genuine with me. I feel like Thomas Brown loves what he has in Bryce Young as a quarterback. And so we'll see, man. I mean, oh, and six start. I guess it can't get much worse. At least I certainly hope not.
3: There's two more cuts from Brown. I want to play. First off, before I play the next cut as fans of football, Do you prefer your coordinators to be on the sidelines or do you want them in the box?
0: It's a good question. Yeah, that is a good question. I don't know if I care. I think I care for me. I I was I was talking about this with my buddy, too, because it it was the first time that offensive coordinator Miller for Charlotte was actually on the sideline. I think he had usually been calling plays from the booth. I just feel like you can see things a little better from the booth. When you go to the all 22, it's a bird's eye view of it. You're a little bit higher, and I feel like you can see the field better. So I guess for me, in my situation, I feel like being up in the box would be better, but some people just get a better feel when you're out there on the sideline.
1: Yeah, I normally like to be uh, more decisive, but I think with that, I'll leave it up to the discretion of the coach and what they feel comfortable with. I mean, some guys get a better feel for the game being down there, being on the sideline, and some guys – can do better up in the booth, so to me, it's up to the discretion of said coordinator.
0: Tell us what the correct answer is, Viddy.
2: All
3: right, well, he was asked about this, and, and here's what he had to say.
2: Will you stay on the sidelines, or would you consider sitting upstairs to do this? Be on the sidelines.
0: Why do you prefer
2: that? I'm a pretty energetic dude, one, um, so I like to kind of move around a little bit, but also being able to interact with the players in between drives. That's where I've kind of been for the most part. I've had a chance to be in the box before. I think there's different perspective of both of those, but I love the in-between drive interaction with the players. Uh, it just kind of just fits me better. You love
0: it. You love it fitting.
3: I mean, look, it, it makes a lot of sense because you have that ability right then and there to talk with them about what they're seeing and what's happening. But I just think it's so much harder to make adjustments on the fly because you're not you don't see you just don't see the field that well. So I would just much rather prefer you be up in the box. Oh, I thought you did like oh, it. It no, sounded I, like that was no, a
0: sagebrush side. No,
3: I want <laughs> I want my coordinators. I want them in the. I want them up in the booth. That's what I love about Dan Quinn, because he's up there, and so he can make the adjustments. Now, two weeks ago, he didn't make a single adjustment, so it didn't really matter where he where he was. But I've always been a proponent of. Get up in the booth so you can see everything and make the game make the adjustments during the game. You guys think the coordinators are
1: blind or something they can't see from the field? Yeah. Well, I mean <laughs> I mean you can, can look just- at the alignment the way they lined up, you can see it clearly what they're doing. I mean, I
0: I hear you on that. It just feels like when, look, I've been on the sideline just for media operations and stuff, Mm -hmm. so when you have play-by-play going on, you're up in the box, but I've also been doing sideline. So for me, it does feel like you can see where everybody is a little bit more so, but that's from a non-coaching vantage point. Everything Thomas Brown said there makes a lot of sense because you do have easier and more accessible communication with your players rather than having to put a headset on, yeah. talking to the quarterback. You get to talk to different players. And so I totally get it from that standpoint. Just for me, the novice has that has not coached a football game in his life, it does feel like I can see a little bit better from the box than I can from the sideline.
1: Well, line. see, the thing is, too, with us down there, be a media, like – your view can be a little obstructed or we can't go everywhere they can go. Like he can be standing right up there on the front line. You can go where he needs to go and he doesn't have to worry about any limitations. So I think that allows them to be able to see a it little bit sense. better than we could.
3: The last comment from Thomas Brown. We've talked a lot about the progression that Bryce Young has showed. Despite an 0-6 start, he talked about the area he's seen the most progression
2: from the rookie quarterback. I think the most growth for me is his comfort level with our offense, the operation, and just his command overall. I think it's a great feeling to be able to kind of find your voice and find your rhythm. And I think last week was by far and away um, the best he's been. That's that's going to be the floor for who he is, which is exciting to kind of be around and see. And I think uh, his demeanor on game day, his energy on game day was awesome. He even gave a fiery halftime speech to the group, which I thought was spot on for who he should be who we need him to be and so just continue to try to find ways to put him in the best spot to be successful
0: he is getting surgical with it in a clean pocket that's what you like to see with bryce young now the problem is you're in the nfl and you're going to have a lot of messy pockets and that's where it starts to get a little more dicey but even on that play that you talked about in second take tuesday west pressure up the middle guard immediately gives up a win on the opposition and yet he still hits Adam Thielen in stride to set up a nice drive, 27-yard pickup. I do think we are seeing some nice things from Bryce Young, and it goes along to what Thomas Brown is talking about.
1: Yeah, I agree with you uh, 100%. And so this is going to be fun to see these two together. I'm sure Bryce is very excited to work with Thomas Brown, and I think this is going to be uh, the beginning of an an interesting relationship because we just don't know how it's going to turn out, but it's going to be fun nonetheless.